This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. This is a very important limut. Um, in the world of um, in the world of halacha, we have two very clear markers for what is halacha. You have shas, and a person who takes Talmud Bavli and even an amateur way it draws conclusions from all the sugyas he, he will be bound to make a lot of mistakes but at the end of the day he still has a very clear sense of what halach is the structure of halach is based on talmud bavli and that's um the bottom line of it there are machlokes how to learn a sugya how to deal with sugyas contradict each other but at least the person has an outline of the halacha. He could make a very, very clumsy attempt at a Rambam, but he can get he can get something there. Then he has a shacharach. Shacharach is pretty much the final mark of halacha. There are many places we don't pass on shacharach when all gedol disagree, but olavaraya. Um, in other words, if anything shacharach says, there's got to be a reason in the price game why there would be noita, not like that. And therefore, a person who has shas has the outline, and a person who has shulharuch has lemaisa the structure of it. That is in halacha. In agada, we don't have anything like it. We have um, chazal, which are vague. Um, sometimes we have no idea what they mean. They contradict each other. It's impossible to draw up any serious type of um, hashkafic structure from Chazal. We don't have a Shulcharuch, so, so there's no place where you can say, ah, oh, is that We also don't even have clear definitions for a lot of these things. And that's why um, it's, it's impossible. So people have stories, Vertlach, um, and so on, which really um, is very hard to say that that's a structure to build hashkaf on. So, the only thing we have in the world of Hashkafa are the Gedolei Rishonim. Um, some wrote more, some less, but the Rambam in Yisoria Torah, the Ramban uh, stands out, and others uh, that their, their, their writings, and each one of them drew different Yisaitis in different places, and together it forms the corpus of what we would consider to be um, the Hashkafic structure, underpinning structure of, of, of Yiddish Hashkafa, of Yisraeli Torah. The, the problem is it's not in one place. A second problem is they don't speak the same language. In other words, what one person calls Hashkacha, the other one might not will call something else. It's just that's the reality of it because it's, it's, it means different things in a different contexts. Also, um, you don't have head-on machlokas and rias back and forth. All, all of all of which makes um, uh, halacha easy to, to relatively easy to get from so You don't have an ashkafa. So at least learning gedolei rishonim and getting a sense of a picture of it makes a lot of sense. So if a person has um, the, 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 the Gdola has shown him that he's learned and Yesodos that he's built up, he has the underpinnings for Yiddish Hashkafa. Um, the, uh, so what we did in Yeshiva was 
um, after you know Shabbos morning. I wanted to do it around the parsha. I didn't want to make it into something its own. So I would work getting together Rishayim on the parsha. And my three criteria was Rishayim. They had to talk about something that has to do with the, with with the parsha pasuk. So that way, or else, I mean, you know, why do I pin it in this particular week? And finally. Um, it, it has to make a and and also it has to be something that deals with a fundamental topic rather than pshat nepasik. Those are my criteria, and over the years I gathered together quite a bit of material, and uh, finally put it out as a sefer as a My input into the sefer is picking the pieces, um, punctuation and paragraphing, which was in some of this form extraordinarily difficult. There's a very harsh sefer called the Akeda which the print that I used, they, they recently put it out decently, but until two, three years ago, it was each each chapter was tens of pages long without a single punctuation mark in, in, in faded Rashi script. It really was, was uh, excruciating, but extremely valuable material. And so I paragraphed, punctuated, and put in sidebars to help you guide into the topic, and also um, I, I cut out things that were tangential and not part of the flow of the thing. So, um, hopefully with time a person picks up enough things that he can base it on. I just recently had a share and somebody, I mentioned something that a Sefer says, that Ikim says, and the person says, Reb Chaim Briskus said, not like that. The problem is Reb Chaim Briskus was a veritable that somebody recorded in Piyashmur, and to, to, to the difference between a sefer that uh, writes out something and is dealing with it, a rishon versus uh, um, a a a a vert a vert is a prime risk, but no one has an idea what the context is, what it means, what circumstance. So that's the type of things that are that you gain when you see it inside and you have what to stand on. Okay, so let's start. So what we'll do is Bez Hashem, we'll go every week. We'll start from the beginning of the parish, and if, and if we're zayicha to, to go for many years, we'll pick up every year where we left off. That way, we'll have a double shalim. Okay, the first one deals with kavura. So the pasuk indicates that there's something very, very special about kavura. Now, um, there's an inyev kavura mace. But that requires kvura. Doesn't require fighting over a specific kaver. And kvchevrin is considered one of the most important acquisitions of Kal Yisrael. So the Rabbi Bechayi explains. We talk So it was called Kiras Arba, but Chevron is a special name given to it. He nikras Chevron al shem shekola kovusham nafshay mischaberes lemala bir lokim. Im Dalid Machneshchina. It's it's a place with his nefesh is mischaber, with Dalid Machneshchina, and that's why it's called Kiras Arba. V'loy lechinam chamdu avas haylam, ela shemisham zeiches haneshamas lechaber leshoshen shukisa kaved v'zeir Kiras Arba v'chevan. So let's understand a little bit what he's trying to say. First of all. Um, even though Ruchnius is above and beyond um, the world, and it's something that is not limited to place, but still, there are places in this world that have a schooler to 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 be more. Um, it, it has a certain affinity for certain Ruchnius. For instance, Yerushalayim is a place. It's a physical place, and it is much more. 
even though Akashbaruch who is Malechalas Kavod or so on, it is the place that one is able to um, connect more strongly to Ruchnius. That's Akashbaruch who wanted it. Um, so different places have different schoolers, and schooler doesn't mean. You know, when we think of schooler, we think of some sort of, um, you know, it's something a little bit off the beaten path or whatever. The word schooler is used here, the word schooler, the way I'd use it is, it's it's a type of, um, it, it's a property that's hard to pin down through rational process, but nonetheless exists. When we say something's out there, schooler, we say, I know it's associated with it, not quite sure how. That's the word schooler used in a more proper way in Rishonim and so on. So different places have a schooler. The word chevron means to connect. When a person's is nifter, and we'll see the next piece actually, speaks about something similar. When a person is nifter, his nefesh and his shama have to reconnect back to the shayrish. That is what has to happen. It's, it's a process. It's not, it's not click on, click off, and we'll see later why in the next piece, actually. But it's something that is part of that Metzius, and therefore um, there are places in the world that have that school of more. Heaven has a strong Kesser at Yerushalayim, um, when they would bring the, when they would, uh, um, when they would, Start the day on Yom Kippur. They would ask Heira Mizrachat Chevron. So Chevron is sort of the Shoresh of the Avos connecting back to their Shoresh. So when a person is when a person goes to Kvura, he's reconnecting back to a Shoresh. And since Chevron is a place with that schooler, that's why it was so important. That's why he was so much to bury themselves over there. It also means that when we must fall in Chevron. It's sort of a gateway to something much deeper. It has in itself a certain schooler because of that. That's Rabbeinu Bechaya. The next piece comes from Torah Samincha. Now, it, just who these people are, Rabbeinu Bechaya and Torah Samincha were both Talmidim of the Rajba. Rabbeinu Bechaya is much more known. Rabbeinu Bechaya's work on Chumash is, is, is an extraordinary work. It, in many ways, encompasses much of what the Rishonim did on Chumash. Um, he, he he goes up with Chapshat, Haremes, He has like different Mahalchim. Um the the Mincha is is a sefer written by Rabbi Yaakov Skili, Samach Kufyud Lamed Yud, which I believe is from the word Sicily. He came from Sicily, he was also a Talmud Rajba. His sefer on Chumash is more drushes. It's like a long drush or two on each parsha, a little more Kabbalistic, but explains himself. And, um, and and says a lot of very important things. Okay, so now he, he's, he's asking not on why there was so much nefesh on the Kavura, but why there was so much nefesh on, why, why did Yaakov go and be Maspid? What's the Indian of Hespit? So he says, Vim Taima, Umar Hergish Eshem Mace Bekovich What does the Mace care about the Kavit? Um, he, he's like a, a, a stone. So it's not true. The mace knows everything until Stimus Agoilo. Because the nefesh is so usually in part of the guf, 
it can't let go so quickly. It keeps floating above the guf. It thinks it might be able to return. All three days, the first three days, the nefesh floats on the body. It thinks it's going to come back. After 30 days, when it sees the body destroyed, it goes and leaves it. Um, so, first of all, let's talk a little about this. Um, we're, we're talking about a, um, a, a process of an neshama and a guf. We tend to think of the neshama as being like a ghost inside, and just it flies out and, and that's it. it. Really, a much better way of thinking of it is to think of your sense of self. A person has a sense of self and he associates it with his, with, with whatever he is. But let's give a marshal. Um, a kid growing up, so there's a tkufa when he knows he's already in yeshiva, when he knows he's already in high school, in bar mitzvah, and he still acts like a kid sometimes because he still is what he was. It's very, very hard. It, 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 your sense of self, your awareness of self, is a combination. The, the neshama is not a separate entity that ke'ilu is completely something else. It's the you, 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 the conscious you, is is an integration of neshama, guf, nefesh, many many different things. And the balance of what you see yourself as is is it varies. Um, and therefore, if you've identified yourself with your guf, this is who you are. It's like always a person thinks, Rahman al Islam. If if a person has a transplant. Um, uh, of, of, a, of, of any aver, lungs, heart, liver, kidney. Okay, it's a medical procedure, it's difficult, and, and so on. But they've had a face transplant. So that's, that's something that really is psychologically extraordinarily difficult to get used to. The idea that the me that I see in the mirror is not the me that I know, and not the me that I associated with. Um, and and in time, people make transitions. People um, they they get married. It takes a while till they stop thinking of themselves as as a bacha or a wife. But but it's a whole you know as a it, it's it's a transition to begin thinking like a family person, a person who's in another country. All of these things we we, we do, our sense of self is us, and it takes a long time to come to grips with a change in the core of self. So a person who lived in this world and he was and he saw all his life his body was just like a vehicle, nothing, not me, then then a person uh, uh, then a person has no problem transitioning because he never was that. But all of us came out. Almost every single human being doesn't or identify ourselves with our body. And whenever a person feels that Hassan there's a mum in his body, he feels self is missing. It takes a long time for that for the for, for to start thinking of yourself 
as something other than what used to greet you in the mirror. Haloi Tirei says, Take a look, he said. Even a physical act becomes a reflex. So a safer's hand can move. He could even be not thinking and he can do it unconsciously. Um, he just kind of uh, do it. If a person is, is, is gotten used to going someplace, he'll find himself going to the same place because the body takes on a life of its own and it goes to a certain place. Even the lips, it says they, they keep muttering after you finish speaking. So you see that habit becomes actually um, it, 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 what runs things. So don't wonder on the nefesh that it keeps trying to reconnect to the body because that's the self that it knew. It, when it finally hits home that I'm going no place and this is it, I, there's, there's, there's no going back to what I was, it be, it, the, the, the nefesh begins to start thinking of itself as something else, as something ruchni. Now we add something like this. There's some sort of very thin um, uh, uh, um, barrier, which stops the nefesh. So you can ask me, well, what kind of barrier could stop a neshama if a person is is killed in a in a deep dungeon? The neshama escapes. There's no It's not a tiny. It's a ruchnistic entity, and there's some ruchnistic entity that's blocking it. But that that thin barrier is torn through the coilers. So this this crying and screaming rips that apart. The nefesh goes up. And that's the reason it has in coilers. I, I want to translate a little bit into language that we could um, understand a bit. The um, what's what's the point? What is that barrier, so to speak? So, just like every area is demarcated with some sort of um, barrier, some sort of fence. Le Marshall, um, let's take, I once heard from, one of the shivas in Beis Talmud actually, I've got to in Beis Talmud in, in New York. Someone asked him, how does an Erev make something enclosed? How does two poles and a wire on top make something an enclosed area? So he told him, because the person feels enclosed, the person feels that, that it's, it's, a, it's a section of area. Um, we have a neighbor across the street, very, very fine, very special people. One of the children has some sort of, I don't know, it's like a motor difficult, not sure exactly why, like has super sensitive certain touch. A, a young boy. And they made a fence around the front yard that has many, many gaps in it. 
and he said it's because of the child. So I asked him, I mean, it's, it's, he can run out through, you know, it's Pirates Merubalomit. He can run out anytime. What's, what's the, what do you gain? He said, he doesn't, he's not doing Badafka. He, he, he needs to have the sense of a barrier marked off in his brain. Like, this is up to where you can go. Th- then it's fine. So this is enough to give him that sense, and he's not going to go. He doesn't, he doesn't do Badafka, and he's not, you know, he, he, it just, he needs to have a more concrete sense of barrier than just saying, don't go past here. The, so it, we mark off areas. Like Kaddish Baruch was sent in the down into this world. This world needs something to mark it off. Um, it's Ruchnius, so we don't know what we're talking about, but, but whatever it is, there's some sort of demarcation between this world and the other world. It, it, this, it, it, and, and as long as we're in this world, we're kept in this world, and this is part of what doesn't allow the Nisham to go up. So what does the screaming and yelling help? Um, the screaming and yelling helps because let's let's translate it again into something emotional um, when a person tells me X Y or Z I'm not interested in doing it difficult for me to do it so I don't do it because it's difficult I, I have my life and someone just asked me to go and help somebody across the street hard for me if the person screams or yells that urgency breaks so my sense of listen Sunday morning I'm here and this is where I am and I'm not going anyplace um, even if it's a little bit good to do it I'm staying here but when somebody yells or screams it's a statement and 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 to me it means this is extraordinary this is unusual this is something that is not normal and and it breaks the barrier so to speak so the sense of for the nefesh the sense of leaving this world, the sense of finality, of closure, is the Prius and the Koilas and the so on of the Hespid. So there's the Indian of the Indian of Hespid is a, a sort of a siyua to the Nefesh to understand that its life is over and it has now a different surah. He 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 is the Khan of Rocha. He's no longer Shayikya. Vihine Emes Vini Novan Nochan Kikenum Balakabola Mitis. He says this also later on in in by I think by Shir Salavim, if I'm not mistaken. He speaks about it. Just what is what is the Maila of what what is the Maila of um singing or or any type of um uh, uh, you know, when a person is davening, for instance, the, the, the singing and the kolos that he associates with the davening. I mean, it, 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 and the answer is, we tend to take things to within our world, within our mitzvahs. And those things are, um, you know, uh, they, they sort of reach a certain, they, they, they don't go far emotionally from us. When a person sings, um, it, it sort of breaks the, 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 that emotional circle that's around him, and it helps. So it, it, they go together. It, it, the way he pictures it, it helps it break through that barrier to go to Shemayim. The way it breaks through our barrier of the norm, 
I always, I, I, you know, I, I was amazed. This, um, there is in in the davening Yom Kippur, after the avoda, after Sarugim Malchus, uh, right before Sarugim Malchus, there's there, there's like these long, there's these piyutim you say very, very, very quickly, um, because. The avoid has just taken a lot of time. Uh mouse on, on, on the radar screen and you know and people begin to think of Minchanil already. Those Pitama said very, very quickly. And they're basically all about how wonderful things were when the base makers was around, how um, you know since then it's it's terrible and how lost lovo it's going to be and, and please save Claudius and so Michelle so on and so forth. Fine. Those are said like, you know, the speed of light. Um, this year, I, I heard from a beautiful uh, Hill Palais sings it. It's stunningly moving, simple tune, but stunningly moving. The words take on a life and a meaning. Um, and Matsya and Kippa, but in Shiva, I played it for them. I, I unfortunately don't have the ability to sing, but well, but uh, I played it, and and the, everybody was like enraptured. Everybody sat and sang it again and again. I said to myself, the words mean the same thing. It's it's what happened. You know, the effect of the music is something incredible. The same words. It's visitano and and you should soul you, you know you should you should show everybody how much you love us and take us out of the gullas and bring us to gula. But there's a certain emotional um, habit. Like these, anything that's in routine and norm, anything that's in a circle routine norm doesn't have emotion to it because or else we'd go out of our minds. Uh, you know, so it's like a child. The first, when you have your first baby, the first time it hurts itself, or yeah, 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 should be called doctor. Then, okay, you know, it's it, that's that's part of it. That's how that's how we we work life. A niggin is something that breaks through that, and therefore he says, That's like David added zimra and shira to it. In order to add that zimra. To to bring it up to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, v'zeh shekolam amar of zmirays v'hu meloshen v'kamach leisizmer. So he gives a cute pshat. V'kamach um, leisizmer it means pruning. You should not prune your kerem. These are called zmiros because they prune something. They prune away. They cut away at this mechitza. The 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 letzanim say that they called psukah zmiros called psukah zmiro. Because it allows for an extraordinary amount of pruning. You come late, you skip this haluka, that haluka, that haluka. It, it's, it's like Meloshan Kamachal Sizma, you can prune it away. That's why it's called Psukh de Zimra. But he says the word Zimra over here means it breaks away, it prunes away at the barrier that we would call habit. That's why some are called Tzaka, some are called Tchina. So the scream or the yell is always, it's there to pave the road. So when you have the Tzaka and so on the Mace, so he understood the Torah is giving us a, a, a Havana in what um, Hesped is, in what Haromas calls, Mira, and so on, and with the understanding that on a Ruchnistic level, different worlds have barriers. In Kabbalah, they they speak of the different worlds 
to be parallel to the body, and obviously that's always Kabbalah, but there are different there are parts of our body that are cut they're secluded from each other with a membrane. And and a membrane is not a big, it's just a thin membrane. Around the lungs we have, around the heart we have, the intestines, and, and, and these are extremely, extremely important because they don't allow for, for infection to go from one to the other and so on. But they're very thin membranes, and those are used a lot as mesholem for different barriers, so to speak, in the worlds. The point is, um, each world is a self-contained unit because of a barrier of sorts. And and Tsa'arka, Zimra, Shir, all that are possible, um, are, are things that actually um, break that barrier. Let's see one more piece, I just want to, and then we'll, we'll see if anybody wants to discuss anything or questions. This is the double lashon latoivlonu kolayomim lechayesenu kayomazeh tells us that mitzvahs have a talus both for the guf and nefesh. He discusses this much more dvarim that that we need to believe the mitzvahs on both levels. We'll talk about it then. But latoivlonu kolayomim zetoelas hanefesh olam haba kehem heimanikrom yomim. The the life the time in olam haba is called yomim. Bezeom ashekaze betzadikim bo beyomim beloshin yediyeh. So means he entered into the world that is um, that that is yomim. The the um, I think the main point that he's trying to point the, the main thing he's trying to point out is, um, or the main point that this shows us is musagim like chodesh and shana are shayach only to our world. Um, they denote fundamental change. Shanim is kami yimeshne chayecha. Um, is going to be mevesrim and so on. The 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 the, the is associated with a kitzvah. Chodesh is associated with radical with changes. A yom is a fundamental unit of bria. That's the most fundamental unit of bria. And had Adam, you know, he had Adam not be That's what he mezeichet to. So a yom is. Um, and the unit that is most associated with Olam Haba. Th- there are changes in Yom Alayla. That Those changes are changes that are real and it, there are different anhagas of Gadesh Baruch Hu. So, so a, a Yom stays around, but it, the Yomim don't tally up. A year means it's a tallying of days till a final point. Now, Chodesh is a different type of Mahalach. But but that's why Yom is a Sazirun Haba as opposed to Shanim. Okay, any questions, any points, anything anybody wants to talk about? Well, I want to ask a question. Um, I will unmute everyone. Um, and if you want to keep muted, you just change it back to mute. I would look at Yeah. So, when he describes 
in describes uh, the, the path. Whenever we have some discussion things like this, which which they don't base directly on Chazal, uh, how do we discern and differentiate what is drawn from the Sorah? Well, there are Masorah, but the Masorah up until then, and what reflects in some way an influence just of medieval philosophy generally? We assume that there that there is no such thing. They don't take we can't historicize it in any way, and and we just take it as a given that the really shown say is sort of just, just pure. They still tire without any any influence of uh, the intellectual milieu that they were operating in. So the the general understanding is that if the person was big enough, then whatever he absorbed and allowed in and presented it passed through a certain um, Torah filter. Um, l- let's give an example in a very different way. Um, everybody everybody reads newspapers, hears radio, whatever. Maybe, maybe I'm dating myself, but I'll upon him. You know, a person has gets in, in all sorts of different ideas. When I spit back to you and I tell you, oh, now it's very good for this and this type of business. Now it's bad for this and this type of business. Um, the, the validity of it is kind of limited because, okay, whatever you know, m- what I'm telling you is based on what newspapers said. Yes, no. If a person is an extremely good businessman, very astute businessman, he also hears these reports, sees these things, he gets all the information, but his mind even even subconsciously filters that ah, this, he's, he's just saying it because he wants to get attention, he's not on, on mark, he doesn't know what he's talking about so w- when I hear his opinion, it's not necessarily that he might have inside sources, but his, his way of evaluating and filtering the same stuff that I heard unfiltered is very different, and we've shown him varied, but the Ramban was familiar, certainly familiar with much of um, of the of the of the general philosophy, I mean, he he quotes it at the times. He uses some zilshanos. It's clear, but the Ramban's filter is such that we feel that the ideas that he allowed through um, are correct. There are other people who are contemporaries that we feel they were philosophers first and Torah personality second, and and we take it with three grains of salt as to should we accept it or not. So. It's the it's the it's the measure of the person. So, so of course, many of these ideas, many ideas presented by Rishon, did come from maybe an outside source. They came from the way he saw things, but the measure of the person gives me the measure of is is has it been filtered, evaluated, and presented Torahic, or or is this a, a a from Jew echoing medieval philosophy? That's really the, the and that's, so that that depends on on our sense of the person. I want to ask on the previous piece on Taras Mincha. Yeah. The it seems like from the Rishonim that it takes thirty days for the neshama to leave the body. Yeah. In, in Gemara Bruchas in the in the Bavli, there's a whole sugi on the Mason where it sounds like the, it takes twelve months until the body so, so part of the. So so we obviously. It, we're going to assume that these are different dargas. The fact that the Torah gave different periods of avelus um, 
it, it means that each one of them you still have. If if we mourn our parents, you'd base chaydish. So that means for twelve months there's still some shaycha, some kesha. Um, we, it, the Yushalmi could be speaking about one certain darg of nefesh that goes up, the main part of nefesh, there's nothing left. It, it says in some other places that around the cave at there's always something left. We're talking about so many different dargas of nefesh shama, it's very hard to, it's hard to say machlikas, you'd rather say they're addressing different akudas. Shleishim is the, listen, Shleishim is the main period of Avelos. Shleishim is Avelos, even by Avevimoy, Shleishim is markedly different than Yubis Chaydish in terms of Chumr and everything. So, so we assume that um, the, the, the main, the main uh, Avelos, the main connection is over at, at Shleishim, and Yubis Chaydish, there's still some remnant of it. Difference in Sadiqim and uh, that they will they will detach faster. So what we, we well, it's 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 actually the other way around. We'll see in Pashas Um It's sometimes by Sadiqim they never leave because for them there's no difference. And a super Sadiq like Rebena Kadesh Yaakov Avinu, they they lived in the world of Kedusha here, so the low mace applies to it. So, so on a generally speaking, the answer is yes. The, the more ruchni is a person, the easier it is to detach. But for somebody like Rebbein HaKadosh Yaakov, who's Kaddish, um, Kaddish Yaakov and Rebbein HaKadosh, they are totally detached from this from this world. And therefore, this world is... It, 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 they never lived in this world, so for them, what's the difference? Their guf is, is ruchni and so on. So it, it, it goes, goes, and then it comes around full circle that the person who's super Kaddish uh, is, is here forever. That's, that's the... Uh, flip side of it, so to speak. Okay. Good. So, okay, hi, good. Bye. Thank you.